Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the AgView Pitch. Today, you have Shay Folk with Brent Judish. If you could just uh, give yourself a little bit of a background there, Brent. Uh, my name is Brent Judish. I uh, in Cedar Falls, Iowa, uh, sell machinery for P and K Midwest. Been doing that for about thirty-four years, and then we also farm up to Cedar Falls as a family farm. We raise corn and soybeans. Awesome. And Brent is one of the people that, you know, Chris and I call frequently or shoot a text message on equipment values. He's just phenomenal at having a pretty good pulse on what's going on in the industry. And that's a little bit of the conversation we wanted to have here today. We've had a lot of farm operations ask us here uh, the last couple of weeks, you know, what are you seeing for, for used equipment and, and how are prices holding up? And some of that can be regional, but we're playing in a pretty uh, global market here today. So just wanted to see if you could provide the listeners a little bit of perspective on on what you're seeing on your end, Brent. Well, since harvest, I mean, we, you know, we went into harvest, prices were low, but we thought we were going to have a very good corn crop, bean crop, and we kind of got into harvest. And the crops were maybe a little disappointing, especially with the directional area, but the prices are been up. So I think if you look at the gross dollars that guys ended up with, um, I think they ended up with more gross dollars per acre than they thought they were going to get. And you couple that with a lot of these USDA payments, and now most guys are sitting with, with two situations in front of them. One is they're at a better cash flow than they anticipated. And second of all, I think a lot of guys have a direct, dire need to update some machinery. Absolutely. With that being said, from from a, a machinery update standpoint, it's been roughly since about 2013, uh, again, this is regional, depending on what uh, different farm operations we're seeing, yields and stuff like that. Uh, it can be quite the shock with some of those operations looking at replacing equipment now. And what we saw was those who have maybe held out on their equipment replacements or maybe getting a little bit of a sticker shock because, you know, that $200,000 sprayer they bought five, six, seven, eight years ago now is a $400,000 sprayer. So are you seeing a lot of strength in the used equipment market as a result of maybe some of those that haven't made the upgrades and are looking for a cheaper option, or where is some of that strength coming in here? Well, the, the I'm going to go back and talk the last year, year and a half. I'm going to go with the five to 10 year old stuff has been really strong, both in tractors, combines and sprayers. That market's never really dropped off at all. But now, because of the, I said, a little bit better cash flow, guys needing to update, now all of a sudden this one, two, and four-year-old stuff got to be extremely strong. Guys are looking at lower-hour machines. They're looking at more technology. And so now we've seen just a huge uptick in every level, whether it be one, two, or five-year-old, and even the 10-year-old has been strong all along. So the whole market right now is to be extremely brisk. Mm -hmm. With that being said, with looking at some of the differences in these machines and, um, you know, making decisions on the upgrades and maybe what's a good fit, Chris and I work frequently and very in-depth helping operations calculate their costs on a, on a per-pass basis, and it can be pretty eye-opening, uh, one, from a standpoint of, depending on the size of operation, how much you probably are actually, you know, what the actual cost is to run some of those machines on a smaller, you know, some of the smaller acreage operations or vice versa, uh, you know, larger operations that can maybe actually afford to make these upgrades and, and still keep their rates um, of what they're charging themselves pretty similar. So with that being said, as producers look at these different options, what are some key things that they should maybe 
keep in mind between the difference in the hours, the difference in the technology? Um, have, have we seen enough change over the last five years that you're going to see substantial differences between some of the offerings out there? Well, I think, you know, as we're trying to run our acres more efficiently, we're seeing guys are taking a tractor or a combine. They're going to push more acres and more hours through it. And so we're seeing guys want to keep those in power guard warranty, which is John Deere's version of it. Um, the technology allows you to sit in there for more hours a day. Um, there's more information being fed back from your sprayer, from your planter. And so as guys are trying to get them extra 500 acres out of that machine, um, they're willing to pay a little extra for lower hours or extra warranty or more technology because they know that they're going to put more hours and more acres through that machine. So buying a lower hour machine or a more technology machine right now probably has as much payback as it has been in my 34 years of selling, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. No, I appreciate the perspective on that. Uh, you know, and, and two things that I want to touch on uh, as we kind of wrap up this conversation here, you know, there's a lot going on with, with financing options and end of the year stuff. And sometimes that can be overwhelming. Sometimes farm operations feel like there's games being played and, and I'm not sure that's necessarily the case, but there can be a lot of information to wade through out there. You know, what are some recommendations for um, handling this time of year and handling some of these key decisions that they need to be banking. I know your phone's been ringing off the hook here, so. Well, and right now, I know we got on the, on the use equipment side, you can get five-year deals under 3% fixed. I think you can get six-year six deals around 3%. So uh, as from an interest perspective, you know, if I'm spending $100,000 of getting my combine on my tractor, there's not a lot of interest, you know, getting factored in here. Um, but I think it's a business now, you know, I think farmers are well prepared. Um, a lot of my guys have been to their CPA in the last two to three weeks. So a lot of guys kind of know where they're at. Um, the only right now, the only confusing part is, is on this PPP money that a lot of guys got. Um, the IRS and Congress have not agreed on how that's going to get handled. Mm -hmm. So I do know that's a concern right now. Um, IRS is reading it. As in, it's gonna it's gonna not be expensable on the on the on the employee side, and Congress is saying, well, we might have to change that. So there's some confusion out there. So some guys are sitting on the fence, not knowing do I need to spend money real quick or don't I? Because there's some IRS stuff that's kind of not very not very plain right now happening. Right, and I know a lot of people are holding their breath on that, trying to see what happens there. Certainly, some unique challenges that we've seen this year. Um, you know, anything else that I haven't asked you on here that you think is, is key as, as farmers make decisions here in the next couple of weeks, Brent? Well, they always ask us, you know, why is used equipment kind of getting stronger? Well, a couple of reasons. First of all, newer, you know, new machinery goes up on the average about 2 to 2.5% 2 a year. So that has to bring the user with it a little bit. And then the reality is right now um, a, new, a new tractor out of the factory is late August, early September. And so when we're sitting out here nine, 10 months out and a guy needs to spend some money or needs a new technology before now and next fall, that's really pushing these one, two-year-old machines because if I need something and I can't get a new one, I'm going to go out and buy the lowest hour, nicest use one I can get. And that's where the, that's where the big push has been the last, oh, I'd say 60 days or so. Gotcha. How abnormal is that um, looking out to that August, that 10 months out here, or is that fairly common? 
Um, five years ago, it was a, we were always 12 months out. Then we went through the, you know, the times got pretty tough there in 15 and 16 and 17. So we were back down the normal timetables, I would say in that two to three months timetable. But starting about, oh, last summer, maybe June, July, it started to get a little tighter for us. And I realized COVID affected that, you know, getting parts availability and stuff like that was tough. But since the COVID started, uh, we've lost some, you know, some dates as far as how soon you get stuff. And now with the uptick in demand and uptick in the economy, it's just gotten worse. So I think we're going to fight this for the next at least 12 to 24 months for sure. Gotcha. Well, I think that's enough for the conversation today. As always, we, we appreciate your perspective and your input. Um, it's always great talking with you, Brent. And, and I won't, uh, won't have you give out your phone number here with the number of calls that you're getting. But what I would encourage is for um, anybody that's listening to this, if you have a, if you have a question on a, an upgrade or a trade, or, you know, you're trying to evaluate some of the stuff that you have going on in your operation, give Chris a call, give myself a call. Uh, we're going to be pretty busy here over the next couple of weeks, but we'll get back to you when we can and, and help you make some of these decisions. So Brent, thanks a lot. Uh, I appreciate the conversation as always. Okay. Have a great day. And everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of the Ag View Pitch, and we will catch you next time.